0: It's the Foot Club with Bryce, Michael, and Ivy.
1: I know a story of high strangeness or two. (laughs) Let's do
0: this well hello everyone and welcome back to bigfoot collectors club the show where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness i'm your host michael mcmillan with me always is your other host
2: bryce johnson
0: and our super producer I'm riley bray oh how's it going boys it's
2: going good man
1: good yeah, good i'm coming to you from a definitely haunted hotel in monterey that was built in 1904 Ooh. no way really <laughs> yeah what are you Mon- doing all the way out in monterey riley i'm asking myself that same question i'm not sure
0: <laughs> he's going I'm on in
1: the coast yeah he's doing, doing a, a little doing thunder a quest yeah, yeah. thunder quest exactly a thunder quest that's amazing
0: thunder quest um yeah. Well, you know, uh, you're up near where the the Watchers are, the tall mm-hmm. beings that like watch over the mountains, and you're like up. Uh, there was that documentary a few years ago about the guy who saw a lot of UFOs out there in Monterey County. I cannot remember the name of that movie. I'm sure we talked about it on the show at the time. Hmm. But there's spooky stuff up there. Do a little, do a little spooking around. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah. All right, well, um, speaking of keeping an eye out, why don't we keep an eye out for this guest that's about to walk through the virtual clubhouse doors? (laughs) She is an actress and a writer and friend of the show from Rutherford Falls and FX's Reservation Dogs. Please welcome back to the clubhouse, Jana Schmeeting. Jana! Hey! Hi!
3: Thanks for, me. Oh, so thanks for here. being here. Fan oh.
0: favorite is back on the show. Jana, how <laughs> are you?
3: I'm so good. I'm um, so excited to talk about... Uh, ufos uaps are we calling them uaps now you can, are we you still can call on whatever you want i want to call them ufos then i'm old yeah. school like that
2: yeah, yeah i'm with you
0: i think for those of us who like get it we can still call them ufos you know what i mean and then people who don't get it they're never even gonna hear the term uaps <laughs> anyway so <laughs> yeah. yeah fine yeah, yeah. or so you no can split point.
2: the difference and call them ufos that was a, a, cl- a sort of a classic pronunciation of the term uh people just put the the letters together and called them UFOs, which is always a fun one.
3: That's cool. Is that what they call them at like conventions and stuff?
2: Yeah, that's like if
0: you're hardcore.
3: Yeah. Oh, I got okay. to like I
0: cool
3: got to tell you. I got to tell you. Cool I,
0: like, I don't like UFO. I don't like UFOs. I like UFOs. Which is funny because when it comes to Star Wars vehicles, I call the walkers at at, not ATATs. So, I'm sure Yeah, oh yeah, I know I know
2: what that means from the toy all terrain attack Oh, shit. I'm, I lost it.
3: Oh, uh, you blew it. Uh, One more. Uh, oh,
2: no. All-terrain uh, attack toy. You got uh, it. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Damn. A scout transport. All-terrain attack yes, transport. Yes, yes, Woo. yes. Wow. Nice.
0: It's, and it's actually armored. <laughs> and it's not attack, but that's oh, fine. It right, does attack. Right, uh, right, right.
2: <laughs> Damn. So close, but yet so far away. Very good,
0: yeah. Um, the only UFOs I recognize are the Incredible Hulk villains, the U hyphen foes, which is a great, great little pun. Oh, yeah, for, right. for uh, oh. spooky villains. Yeah. Wow. Oh come on, Jana. it's fun. It's I fun.
3: Mean, no, I'm into it. I okay, had no good. idea.
0: Yeah, there's, I, I can't name them, but uh, they're all kind of obscure, but they're like, they all have like weird vapor and gas powers and radiation powers. They, I feel like they should be a little bit more like alien based, but uh, yeah,
3: they're pretty cool. That seems to track.
0: They're pretty cool. So uh, speaking Wait, of UFOs. what's a vapor and
2: gas power? I'm sorry. Like, I
3: like, like I, there's like
2: a lady who turns into tech. like,
0: she can turn into like poisonous gases, you know, that kind oh, of stuff. Oh, okay, I'm I like, see. F- I float see. around,
2: okay. you know. Going through your nostrils and kill you yeah, and stuff like that, exactly. Yeah, like, and that's
0: kind of a UFO power because here, let's look up the UFOs. Let's just have ourselves oh, a little oh, yeah, the, the Mad Hatter
2: of Mattoon, the uh, the, the the gas, what was that gas thing, gas guy we did? Uh,
0: Remember? yeah, Mad yeah, the Gasser. Mad Gaster, the Mad Gaster, the Mad Hatter, the Mad Hatter, <laughs> throwing people, throwing his hat yeah, in, in people's London, rooms,
2: London, right? was it, England, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He fucking bounced he's on Jack now. Oh God! And now I'm mixing the two. Ugh, oh, Jesus. Been
1: well,
0: and also like out on
2: some tangents
0: here. Flatwoods Monster. You know, you always hear about like gases and and like things that burn that come off these ships and these vehicles. You know, right? Okay, so there's Vector. I did remember him. He was an industrialist and politician who craved more power, and uh, he's got telekinesis. Vapor. There you go. Uh, vapor has the ability to alter her form into any known gas. Uh, wow. Usually the most poison poisonous she can imagine while invading an, an opponent's body. Vapor can transform into her fully human state for only brief periods. Oh, wow. That's, that's a crummy power to have. So right. she's
3: mostly gas?
0: Yeah, she's mostly <laughs> gas. God.
3: There's,
0: there's X-Ray, whose civilian name is Jimmy Darnell, X Ray has the ability to fly and turn invisible. That comes in handy. That's a UFO power.
3: Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
0: Telekinesis is an alien power. Uh huh. And then there's Ironclad, rounding out the UFOs. He has the he has been permanently transformed into organic metal. Okay, that's 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 very UFO. Yeah. Yeah. All All right. Cool. I take it all back. I apologize, (laughs) UFOs. You're still landed. All right. Speaking of UFOs, UAPs, Jana, uh, wh- are you doing research? What's going on? Why do you got UFOs on the brain?
3: I have UFOs on the brain uh, because I just the other night watched the movie Contact
0: oh, yeah. with my
3: boyfriend. I mentioned that I have a boyfriend oh. because I have a boyfriend. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, nice. But, yeah, we watched Contact, and I haven't watched that movie since maybe since, like, it came out
0: that's what happened Uh, we watched it a few years ago for our bigfoot movie club over on the other side and and it was the same for me i had definitely not seen it since the 90s for sure
3: it's so good
0: yeah it holds up it's like the og
3: (laughs) arrival kind of
0: yeah yeah definitely except the I alien is so much. more disappointing in contact
3: oh god the alien <laughs> the alien is what's that actor's name <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> what is that actor's name? Is I, he on the UFOs? I think he might be Vector from the UFOs. Michael, that,
2: that's how we'll be remembered. What's <laughs> oh, that actor's 100%.
0: name? 100%. <laughs> if, if me lucky. too.
2: We're me lucky too. if we get that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> best
1: case scenario.
2: Yeah.
3: I'm, I'm, I'm on that list as well, gentlemen. Nice. Don't leave nice. me off. <laughs> okay, no, you're,
2: you're included in our club.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah, it was so good, and it, like, I mean, it was a, you know, a scathing indictment of the sexism within the space community. There you go. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, the way that they depict her in the vessel, like, the whole premise of, like, aliens sending a complicated puzzle that is three-dimensional, a three-dimensional, like... Communicate mm-hmm. yeah. to decode and build this extraordinary machine. That they blow it. It it breaks. No, yeah. it gets blown up the first time. Yeah, yeah, Jake Jones.
0: Busey. Yeah,
3: yes, Jake Busey.
0: That was yeah. Human fear blew it up the first time.
3: Yeah, yeah. And then of course they're like, no, we have a second one. Which, lol. I mean, the the budgets. Uh, the government budget there was that rich man who who only lived on an airplane yeah they had had a little like an old elon musk Mm -hmm. who was like oh yeah we, we uh we got the fourth page and we've been building it all along um very interesting like like weird kind of relevant to our current time but yeah just so good and the way that she actually like travels it's a blip it's like the the in our time on earth the 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 vessel that she travels in like falls just directly into the water but she like spends mm-hmm. like hours in outer space that's
0: the coolest part
3: uh yeah. that's the coolest T- part time's an
0: illusion and, yeah and i love that they try to put the chair in there and in the chairs like you know the aliens didn't give them the instruction to to do the chair and the chair's, like, rattling her around. She finally unbuckles, and then she's, like, safe. Right. Really, exactly. Really nice moment.
3: You know, on the topic of time is an illusion and that, like, time travel element of the movie, I have to say mm-hmm. that um, the movie Interstellar, like, I felt very... Um, I felt very unsettled after watching that movie because of the time travel element. I yeah. really mm. didn't like the feeling of of being rushed because you're losing years yeah on earth
0: back home on earth that was the most compelling part of the movie for me i thought the story was okay but yeah. i loved i loved the 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 infrastructure of that movie all yes. the talk about how the like the theory of relativity and everything like affects space travel was rad I loved the representation of the fifth dimension. Oh that my god, it gave me really nightmares.
3: Cool. I had yeah. nightmares after really? that movie for wow. that reason. It was just wow. like it it fucked with my mind too much. All right.
0: It's good. It's good. It's That's cheesy. That's Nolan, right? That's Christopher yeah. Nolan. Yeah. yeah. Bryce is good. Bryce is in a Nolan movie coming up very soon.
3: Are you serious? Yeah. He yeah, is. I'm in
2: uh I'm in upcoming uh Oppenheimer.
0: Uh You and- are the most am, stressful trailer I've ever seen.
3: Oh my god, it's so stressful. <laughs> One of my good friends did hair on that movie. Oh no
2: way. Oh yeah. man, it was it was quite an experience. And well, this is kind of cool a little nugget for the club scouts. Like I played an an army air force officer of the 509, uh, which is the same uh, air Fo- air army air force group that was stationed out of Roswell. It was claimed yes. to you know. Fly what? the the beings back to uh, Wright Patterson to fucking be. Oh
3: my mm-hmm. god! Yeah. What a yeah. dream job! Wow. Oh, I know.
2: I wanted to like re- you know get a chance, but hey, did you know the the UFO story behind the five nine, <laughs> Mr. nine? I'm But but all I ended up really saying was, "Hey, thank you for the opportunity, sir."
1: loved <laughs> right. it at that That's probably Bryce, for the you better. Can, yeah.
0: You can see him at least once a week at Oak's Gourmet or Gelson's down in Franklin Village. Like he's. <laughs> He's down there all the time. He's over oh. at, hanging out around the UCB theater all the time. Oh, wow.
2: Okay. I'll continue my combo there then.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good. Do it at the. There's Gelson's just put in a wine bar. This is real. This is real, like, specific Inside reference. LA. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, hey, our grow one of our, like, our local pro- posh grocery store just, like, put in a wine bar. So you, he's probably going to wow. be hanging out down there. <laughs> you can Killer. go tap him on the shoulder. Amazing. <laughs> Support for Bigfoot Collectors Club is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. I received mine in the mail, and I got to say, I was very, very happy to get this because I'm 45 now, and I need some help in the grooming department.
1: Join over 8 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BCC at manscaped.com. And if my math is correct, that's about 16 million balls. 16. Yeah. Wait, did you hear something?
2: Million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that? Balls!
0: Local <laughs> <Uncle Dickie!
2: laughs> <laughs> You're alive! <laughs> I'm back, baby, and so is Manscaped as our sponsor.
0: Wow, that's right, Uncle D. And I'm so excited, too, because um, I don't know if I ever told you this story, but there was a time in my younger years where I just took a safety razor to uh, trim down there, and uh, you know, you think you're making yourself look good, and then you just make yourself look like a um, crusty (laughs) strawberry Pop-Tart, and that's not sexy. (laughs)
2: Hey, let, let let me stop you there. Look, I've been gone a while. What are those testicular technicians got cooking
0: these days. I mean, what did I miss? Well, I told you about that performance package. The performance package 4.0. In fact, uh, I got that. I opened it up. It is a game changer. It comes with the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Ooh. Hair Trimmer. Definitely need nice. that these days. Crop Preserver Ball de- Deodorant, Crop Reviver Toner, Performance Boxer Briefs. Very comfy, by the way. And a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Oh, I love that. The lawnmower 4.0 jeez
2: this trimmer is the future of grooming and dare I say the greatest ball trimmer ever
0: now their fourth-generation trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to their advanced skin-safe technology, the Lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4,000K LED spotlight. You need to have a more precise shave, and I'm going to tell you something. That little light comes in handy.
1: 4,000K, one of my favorite color temperatures for ball lights. <laughs>
0: Hey, look, my
2: testy sense is telling me the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer is also waterproof and provides proprietary skin-safe technology which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate nose holes.
1: And their Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. And they smell so good. Nice smelling balls.
0: That's what we're talking about. Trust me
2: when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you.
0: Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their performance package 4.0 the manscaped boxers which i mentioned and i wear and are very comfy and the shed travel bag so bring your comfort and boxers to another level they're
1: very comfortable i'm
0: wearing them right now
1: it's time to take care of yourself and go to manscaped.com and get 20 percent off plus free shipping with code bcc
2: Man, it is great to be back, Bryce's weird friends who love to talk about balls. You know, your ball hair keeps growing after you die. Did you guys know that? So I better get to Yeah, oh,
1: It's good to have you back, Uncle Dickie.
0: I don't think he's ever listened to the show. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code BCC at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BCC. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Let's get into this. We have an L Files episode for everybody this month. It's the end of the month. This is when we dive into some listener stories sent in by Club Scouts who believe that they have encountered or witnessed something that they cannot explain. If you have an experience you'd like to have us chime in on, please email us at Bigfoot Club at gmail.com. However, before we get into these stories, we have a couple... Recent news items that I wanted to touch upon. Little fun, these are like little fun cryptid refreshers. How's that sound? Great, like a, a refresher. Refresher. A refresher. Um Riley, get ready because it's time for some
2: BCC
0: News. All right, uh, Jana, in the group chat, I put up a, a thread for you or a uh, link if you want to check it out. The rest of you can see these in your show notes, the show notes to this episode. This first one is comes to us from CBS News. This happened just uh, very recently. Mystery animal caught on camera in Texas State Park prompts investigation. What <laughs> the heck is that? So uh, you guys all remember the Crash Bandicoot Uh, that showed up walking around that zoo remember that yeah that was (laughs) awesome six months ago this is sort of like that uh but there might be an answer an animal caught on camera in the middle of the night in the rio grande valley last week left texas parks and wildlife officials scratching our heads the mystery animal seen lurking through the area prompted an investigation into just what it could be and officials may have figured it out We're scratching our heads trying to identify this elusive creature, officials said on Facebook last week. Is it a new species, an escape from a nearby zoo, or just a park ranger in disguise? Regardless, it's thrilling to see such an incredible animal in its natural habitat. Now, are you guys looking at the photo of this creature yet? Yeah.
3: Yes. Can we do the voices of the um, copy below the picture? Please Please do.
0: Please read it for us.
3: Man, what the heck is that? It's amazing.
0: <laughs> pig bear. Be text- <laughs> uh, it's a pig
2: bear, a creature from the meteor. <laughs>
0: a creature from the
3: meteor. <laughs> okay, that's it. Now, that's all describe, I wanted to hear.
0: Well, describe for <laughs> our listeners, and we'll put this up on the Instagram. What what is the fo- what is what does this animal look like to you guys?
3: Um. I want to say a pig bear or a weasel, perhaps, or something from the weasel family.
2: Badger, yeah, Mm -hmm. something, yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, I think you guys are both pretty close. The photo of the animal was donated to park officials by a park visitor, they said. And uh, while these suggestions of pig bear and a creature from the meteor didn't quite hit the mark, many people did offer some guesses that the wildlife officials later said could be the case. This is very likely. An American badger, not to be confused mm. with the honey badger that lives in Africa and Asia and is rumored to not care very much, officials said in an update. While, the, while American badgers are not commonly seen in the valley, partly due to their nocturnal behavior, this is part of their natural range. The American badger, known for its short legs, wide body, and for being an excellent digging machine, can be found in Texas except for the farthest eastern edge, according to wildlife officials. It's most often found in the state's prairie and desert areas. With the, spring, with the arrival of spring comes the emergence of new badgers in the state. During this time of year, the animals produce litters of anywhere between one to five cubs, badger cubs that's cute i didn't know that's what they were called which are born blind and helpless and rely on their mother's protection according to wildlife officials so it's a pregnant badger most likely kind of looks weird
3: yeah
1: so the headline of the story is someone saw a
0: badger yes (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) riley cool someone saw Uh, Badger, well, I have a more exciting one for you coming up next. <laughs> all right. Uh, Let me drop this in the chat for you guys, too. Jana, I emailed this to you. This is our dear old friend Nessie, who's been spotted once again. Maybe Nessie's not a school of eels after all. This comes from the National Loch Ness Monster. Do these photographs show the famous Nessie? Something very large has been photographed in the waters of Loch Ness by a holiday maker. Great, by the way, great term for a vacationer. Sparking speculation that it was the elusive Nessie. John Payne, who was staying on the southern banks of Scotland's most famous loch, said he had spotted something that was like a huge neck popping in and out of the waters. He told the uh, SWNS news agency i was looking out at the scenery from the window and this huge thing just appeared out of nowhere i tried to get a picture but it was gone and then it popped up further down the lock i took another picture and then zoomed in on my camera and waited to see if it would appear again and it did it must have been something very large because we were about a mile away from the lock and i could see it clearly you wouldn't have been able to see a bird or anything from that far away it had to be something large it was like a huge neck at first i thought it was a giant fin but i know there are no dolphins or porpoises in the lock so i was thinking what the hell is this thing it wasn't like it was tied to anything like a buoy because it kept moving further away Payne, a retail worker from Newport, Wales, was staying at Foyer's Roost Guest House, roughly 19 miles from Inverness, when he took the photographs. He said that he had gone down to the lock side later in the day, but not spotted any movement. Payne went on to say, I showed some people at the hotel and they were really shocked. It all happened so quickly. It was only there for maybe two minutes. I went down to the, <laughs> the lock later that day, but I couldn't see anything. I looked at other Nessie pictures and these do look similar to it. Well, what do you guys think? Is this Loch Ness monster footage or is this just a branch drifting down the way of the lake? <sighs> Let's go Loch
2: Ness, man. Hell Why yeah. not? Yeah, this is Nessie, dog. <laughs> it's very Nessie,
3: dog. Um, I feel like also like people must just be at Loch Ness searching for the monster. Oh, like, oh yeah. for sure. Just like a popular like this guy was looking for Loch the the monster and he <laughs> found it.
2: Looking for Locke in all the <laughs> wrong places. You know, speaking of looking for Locke, I was going through our Instagram on the BCC, and we had uh, uh, Jay Barnes messaged that uh, uh, we love a BCC-inspired road trip. They, uh, they took a trip out to see Aleister Crowley's Bullskin House, which oh, is yeah, right on great. Loch Ness. Wow. Uh, love that. I still love that theory that uh, this could be some type of occult apparition, a creature... Summoned from the depths of uh, uh, of a cult, summoning hell from Aleister Crowley's unfinished uh, uh, work that he did there at the Bullskin House. But I don't know.
0: I don't know. Keeping Nessie alive. I love it. I love it. Let's keep Nessie alive. All right. We're gonna dig into some L files now. Just a reminder. I'm. I, I'm. I'm. Uh, we're getting some creepy pasta. We're getting some spooky spaghetti. <laughs> These are stories (laughs) from you guys that you've, listen, we love, we love your spooky stories, but we, and I think I picked four letters this week that are real encounters. Now, three of them are following the theme of this month, following up on the Betty Anderson case, Betty Andreessen case. We're doing some UFO stories, but since we kicked this off with some cryptids, I want to talk about very weird thing that somebody saw Jana, would you like to read the very first I l file tonight
3: would love to it would be my honor um all right this l file uh, comes from t and the title is my nick cage faced dog story
2: <laughs> <Good start. laughs> i'm all ears
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right Hello B- BCC crew, Michael Bryce Riley and Schrodinger's guest. Great. You Love may that. call me, yeah, you may call me T and I have a quick paranormal s- sighting tell, tale to tell. Boy. So far I'm blowing it, guys. Okay. No,
1: it's great. Doing great, doing great.
3: Back in 2018, after leaving college, I got a job at a small machine shop in a rural town in the Piedmont area of North Carolina. It was an hour-long drive from my house that required me to take some very, quote-unquote, backwoodsy roads. Mm-hmm. One night, I was driving to work. I work the night shift, so this was around 1045. Down the road and right after I crossed a bridge across a river, out from the right side of a dark house in front of me, very quickly darts what looked initially like a five foot tall labrador or golden retriever into the yard but after studying it for a second i saw that the regular dog face that should have been there was replaced by an extremely long gaunt human face with dark slicked back human hair and a mouth with exposed human teeth (laughs) oh god (laughs) not quite a frown but also not quite a smile the face also was on the top of the skull slash snout instead of forward like an actual dog so that when it looked at me dead in the eyes it pointed its head down
0: that's weird that's Mm. very creepy
3: I call it the Nick Cage face dog because its distorted features very much reminded me of Nick Cage's standard half frown face he has in many of his pictures <laughs> <laughs> burn um, I saw it for no more than three or four long seconds before I drove long past, seconds
0: but <laughs> don't worry they were long seconds
3: they were very long yeah. but when I looked in my mirrors trying to see it again it was nowhere to be found I also felt an intense feeling of being pursued afterward, but this may have just been the shock messing with me. I was pretty distracted at work for the rest of the night, needless to say. Thanks for reading my story, and I have even more paranormal stories to tell, as the supernatural never seems to leave me alone for long. Bye bye,
2: Mm -hmm. T. Damn, Devil Dog.
3: I hate that. I hate that. I hate it. (laughs) Ah, I hate this beast. I hate that even if it he imagined it or they imagined it. I hate that they imagined this. It's disgusting.
0: Detail of the face being on the top of the dog's head, basically, is really specific and great. Could it be could someone have put just like a rubber mask on a dog or a dog got his head stuck in a rubber mask? I mean, it's possible, but
1: I don't know. It's also a five foot tall dog, they said. So
0: five foot tall. Jesus oh yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Is that a dog on its hind legs? Is that what we're talking here? Or no,
0: I think fours? it's shoulder height. I you're right. I missed it. That is that's like <laughs> it's a horse that's maybe they just saw a horse
3: yeah, maybe saw a horse. it was a tiny horse because it also had an extremely long gaunt face yeah
0: maybe it was a small horse with a nick cage pattern on its head you know what i mean like a speckled pattern that looked just like nick cage
3: oh gross human a, teeth That's, yeah, it,
0: wait a minute this, this is sounding is more horse. and more like a horse
3: <laughs> exposed human <laughs> teeth maybe it was a mini horse with uh, a bad like lip disease i mean it was backwoodsy it's
0: <laughs> true There's i think solved horses it. out there <laughs>
3: uh, yeah a, a gaunt backwoodsy uh, mini horse lip
2: diseased mini horse <laughs> that checks out <laughs> yeah checks out
0: yeah. wow all right any anybody any any other theories to float forward here for tea? I don't know. Badger? Perhaps. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Could have P. been a Mott. pregnant badger. It <laughs> could have been a giant American badger.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Some sort of weird shape shifting demon. I don't know. Or a, or a, or a horse with a, a backwoods horse with with bad lips. That's what we're yeah. looking at here. Too. I don't like it. I don't I, like it. I, I yeah. I like
3: detest <laughs> it. It's
0: pretty gross. All right, we'll take a break here, and when we come back, we'll have more L-Files with Jana Schmidi. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I've been enjoying my AG1 nutritional drink by Athletic Greens every morning after I wake up and before I have my coffee, and boy, oh boy, let me tell you something. It makes me feel like I have made a very healthy choice at the... First minute of the day. It's awesome. (laughs) It's just one scoop of powder mixed with water once a day. That's all you need. Bryce, I know you've been taking your AG1. What do you love about it? What a way to start your day (laughs) Yeah, it's
2: basically uh, It's replaced coffee as my morning ritual drink And uh, man, it gives me a boost And just makes me feel like Makes me feel good It actually boosts my mood And I feel like I've taken my vitamins and minerals for the day I'm good to go Do the rest of my stuff And, uh, And I love it, man And it tastes really good, too
0: Yeah, it's great. I've been mixing mine with a little bit of coconut water in the the morning, which is a delightful treat. It's definitely, like you, it's become my new morning ritual. I love it. Uh, it, Instead of having to take all these supplements, I feel like I'm getting all my vitamins, good vitamins in one place. It supports the immune system. It makes my, you know, it supports good gut health. Uh, It's great. And the other thing that I love about it, I've been doing this um, AGD3 plus K2, Uh, vitamin D dropper. Yep, This little liquid stuff, the liquid dietary supplement. I got to tell you, as someone who is vitamin D deficient, Mm -hmm. uh, I love knowing that I have this and it's just one little drop. I put it under my tongue and then I drink the rest of my nutritional drink. And you know what? I just feel better about myself.
2: (laughs) Yeah, if you're at your your desk all day long or on the computer, you're just not getting outside enough. I mean, vitamin D is so important and this is just boop little drop under the tongue and you're good to go
0: yeah that k2 helps activate it which i learned because my girlfriend's smart and she taught me about that
2: yeah and it's the same name of a a big mountain so you feel like you've just (laughs) climbed a mountain for the day so come on
0: (laughs) why take a bunch of different things when you can just mix one scoop of powder in water once a day ag1 was designed with ease in mind so you can live healthier and better without having to do a lot that's, I mean, I'll tell you, that's what's helping. The fact I don't have to put this thing in a blender and then clean the blender afterwards is what's making me do this, Oh, basically. that's huge. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm so lazy in the morning. AT1 gives you an increased energy and mood support, making it easier to live your best life.
2: Yeah, if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com bcc. That's athleticgreens.com bcc. Check it out.
0: All right, Bryce, why don't you dig into that L files cabinet there and pull something uh, interesting out to investigate?
2: Great, great. Let me just open up the file cabinet here. Oh, Oh, what do we have here? Okay, I got a good one here.
0: I like that you you said the word ruffle as your sound effect. (laughs) Oh, ruffle, (laughs) ruffle,
3: scrounge around.
2: You know what that's called? There's a word for that. That's onomatopoeia. Uh, Here we go. Okay. My name is Troy, and I have a little UFO story for you guys to read from. Been listening to BCC since hearing your ad on the Distractable podcast earlier this year and wanted to type in this story for the L-Files segment. Shout out to Distractable. Uh, This happened back in 2015 or 16 in the summer around June or July. My buddy and I decided we wanted to go for a hike one night around midnight without doxing myself because the location is important. We head to ASU in Tempe, Arizona. More importantly, if you're from the area, Quote unquote, A Mountain, which is the little, tiniest mountain that sits next to the ASU football stadium, the mountain itself isn't tall and can easily be summited in a matter of minutes, with the service road that leads about halfway and a little trail up the rest of the way being next to ASU and basically in the middle of the city. This makes A Mountain a very popular spot for people to hike at all hours of the day and night. We got to the parking lot at the base and shortly made our way up the trail. When we got to the top, we found our usual seats, which were just formations in the rock that allowed you to sit like a recliner, sitting facing east towards the stadium and Tempe Marketplace. We took out our party favors and a pack a bowl of the Devil's Lettuce. Oh, yeah. Yes, we got (laughs) high. Regardless, at the time, we got high all the time, and tonight was supposed to be no different, as we've smoked in the same spot numerous times before. As we chatted, uh, when we stopped talking to enjoy the view and take in the nighttime scenery...
0: Basically, when the high kicked in.
2: (laughs) When out of nowhere... (laughs) Right, yeah. We see this craft... It emerges from seemingly out of thin air, coming from the south going north. Its position, relative to us and the stadium, from what we could tell, it was directly above the stadium, flying across the nighttime sky. With the dark night, it would be hard to see, but because we were close, or as close as we could be at the time, we could make out what it was. But being so shocked at what we were seeing, we both stared at it until it completely disappeared from out of our view going from Tempe to Scottsdale when we finally lost it. When we finally had the chance to break the silence, we both described in detail what we had just seen going back and forth with the same details. The craft was in the shape of a V, best way I can describe it. Imagine a B-2 stealth bomber, but not as big and not exactly the same shape. From our angle, the bottom side was very flat. The top side too, but couldn't see much of the top. It had a checkerboard pattern on the bottom side with black and really dark gray squares. Interesting. While at night, other aircraft have blinking and stationary lights, both helicopters and airplanes, big and small, which helps you see them better. But this craft didn't. It was more or less gliding, Across, never losing speed or direction, as well as remaining at the same altitude the entire time. When it was gone from our sight, we pondered at the possibilities of what it could and couldn't be. It wasn't a plane, considering how extremely low it was flying close to the ground, the lack of lights, and with commercial aircraft flying so close by and Sky Harbor Airport directly to the west of us, where we were making this aircraft flying through the path of aircraft taking off and landing. It wasn't a helicopter, because there were no propellers, as well as no lights. Mm. It could have been a drone, but again, no lights. With one of the most famous UFO cases, the Phoenix Lights, being here in my home state, we thought we could have seen something beyond our comprehension. And the most confusing detail of all, there was absolutely no noise coming from the craft. Being so close and looking like the size of two city buses, I expected some sound, but there was no sound coming from the craft. While there could be an explanation as to what it is, at the time, I questioned it, and I still do to this day. I also understand and even shared a joke with my buddy when it happened, saying something like, quote, we're smoking weed, so no one is going to believe us, end quote, and laughing about it. This type of situation has never happened to me again. I've had the pleasure of being able to work at the airport and work on and alongside of airplanes of all sizes and am working toward an education and career as an aircraft mechanic. To give myself some credit, an aircraft that that close would definitely be making sound that would deafen and permanently damage your ears. Everything that we saw that night still ponders me to this day, especially the fact that there was no noise. Attached is a map screenshot with a pin of where we were sitting, as well as the stadium. I hope this story finds you and all the BCC well and would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks for sharing my story. Best regards, fellow club scout, Troy. P.S. I swear this isn't a story made up or just because I was high. This is a genuine experience and I have no idea what I saw. I can answer any questions that you may have for me. Now, okay, on Troy, to packing another bolt.
0: Hell yeah, Troy! <laughs> Hell <laughs> Troy, yeah.
2: we know you
0: go to a party school, Troy. Okay, <laughs>
3: he's a state school, ASU guy. Oh my
2: gosh, <laughs> love that! Wow, that's called in the, the uh, in the UFO community. That's a chevron UFO, right? The classic mm-hmm. V, man. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah!
0: Yeah, uh, I, I love this classic, about that.
2: exciting story. Right?
0: Yeah, like, yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: Great it's, detail,
0: yeah. Troy. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh really well told. Um, yeah, I mean, I before I even put two and two together, as you do in your letter of the Phoenix Lights and you being in Arizona, you know, some of the craft that they uh saw, they witnessed the people who really saw something that night talk about these giant black V shaped chevron yep. UFOs Silent. flying mm-hmm. over. So I think you're onto something here. Now, whether this is extraterrestrial or some sort of secret government blimp you know who knows but um really really weird and really well told Jana, what are you thinking as you're hearing this story
3: i'm thinking a classic ufo i i not even uap and here's my question i've heard that you know um people have sort of if, if they get into like an elevated state of like a an an elevated mental state Mm -hmm. via drugs or meditation or whatever that um that ufo sightings like can happen with more frequency or i I think i don't know if it's like the telekinesis that is at play or or what have you but do you guys believe that like Being in an altered state, again, drug-induced or not, uh, can increase the likelihood of having a sighting, Jana. Yes. It sounds like you want to
0: absolutely. do a lot of drugs and look at the sky. Oh, you're do
3: asking I for our. Per- <laughs> Take me <laughs> to the desert, baby. If, you,
0: if you're asking for our permission, we don't need to give it to you. But,
3: Troy, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm right behind you, babe.
0: Absolutely, just from my
2: days of blazing, like when when you know in those in those, mo- in those days moments, of blazing.
0: Come on, days man. of blazing. That, that is a BJ, uh, at least uh, a a a. a, yeah. a, a uh, a short album right there yeah, you just
2: i rem- right i remember yeah. like you just spend more time focusing on on the minutiae of 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 nature and 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 everything else so like yeah i would like stare at the sky and like and i think it's just a matter of like you're not only being more open to it, possibly on some energetic level, like you were saying, which I think there's some truth to that, but I think you're just paying more attention and you're just sort of, you're in a relaxed state. You're not, you're not looking at your phone, you know, you're, you're chilling, you're looking back and you're just, you know you're going to see more stuff that way and and Troy I don't know if you've ever ever heard our episode that we did on the Phoenix Lights episode number 29 with Scott Michael Foster go back and check it out but some amazing things that I still remember about the Phoenix Lights Uh, case was that a lot of people just thought it was one chevron ship but it was a fucking parade right (laughs) so the research done shows that there was like multiple possibly even dozens of these v-shaped craft that hovered silently over the city witnessed by thousands and thousands of people and not only that another detail that stuck out for me was uh, in interviewing some of the witnesses, I forget the the researcher's name who did the majority of the uh, of the gumshoe work on this. Found that that people sort of got left with this sort of consciousness shifting uh, motif that, like a like an apertif after after it went away, they sort of had this like. I don't know. They felt their consciousness being shifted a little bit. Like, like you were saying on that rock, like you just, you were just sort of staring at this thing. Who knows how much time is, 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 or what's taking place in that exact moment. But, uh, I I don't know. Fascinating stuff. I love your story. Keep blazing and, uh, keep, keep your eyes on those skies, man.
0: Consciousness aperitif is a drink they definitely serve at club rice.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like the blazing days are still here, man.
0: Yeah, you don't actually have to get high to blaze, right, Bryce? You're no, always blazing. No,
2: yeah. Hey, man, was that a consciousness aperitif? <laughs> I think so, Troy. Oh, sorry.
3: <laughs> I also want to say, and I'm sure you're, that like, this has been discussed so much on this podcast. I've heard it discussed myself, but like as an indigenous person, I am like friends with so many Navajo people, a lot of pueblo folks um a lot of folks like in the ute nation and the southwest is absolutely popping off with like uh magic in the skies and Mm -hmm. all kinds Mm -hmm. of like and it always has like that lore has like been a part of southwestern um like uh, folks uh like native folks um existence and It certainly didn't begin with, you know, Area 51 and, like, government experimentation. But that, like, I definitely, like, it brought uh, it into the more mainstream zeitgeist. But um, people have been talking about shit like that in the desert for a long time. You
0: made me think about a couple things there, Jana. One is the only time I've ever seen really something that I would classify as a UFO was in Sedona, Arizona, so uh-huh. not far from yep. there. And then I just got this thought of, like, what if? Because there was an article, and we should cover this on BCC News. I literally just saw it a minute before we were going to record, and I was like, I got to read this later. But there, I, I saw a headline about how the CIA, like, a couple decades ago, was doing this study on consciousness and time travel. Mm-hmm. So I've got to check this. This is in Popular Mechanics. So again, Popular Mechanics, getting into the uh, weird realm, which I love. But it made mm-hmm. me think, what if Area 51 is wasn't like a place where the government, and maybe it was, ended up being that, where the government would take crashed saucers. What if it was a base that was built out in the middle of nowhere to study this phenomenon and track it? You know what I mean? Maybe they figured out. Oh, this is where all the this is a spot where shit really goes down. Let's build this top secret base out here and see if we can figure out what this is. You know, I Hmm. mean
2: that's that's certainly one theory. I I know they tested a lot of nuclear uh, armament out there before the base was ever built, and it sort of you know uh, segued into that into that base uh but you know one thing that was never there's got to be a reason why and that's one thing that still sort of puzzles I, me i guess is like why phoenix why that city why that area there there is something special about that that southwestern it's it's like a poor even sedona i've been there that place is like a portal city man holy cow but uh some yeah. ley
0: line magic out there some ley line
2: magic true. happening out that mm-hmm. way but uh yeah wild
0: stuff man Really cool. All right,
2: all
1: right,
0: Riley. What do you got for oh. us?
1: Well, I got one written to us from a grumpy kobold. Whatever, kobold. That That's means.
0: a it's a mythical sprite. Oh, it's like well, a goblin a or a huh. hobgoblin.
1: Well, well, this kobold says, "Hey guys, relatively new listener here. Found you through Distractable, so shout out to those awesome nerds too. Yes, we love those nerds." Uh, I'll try to keep this one short, as I'm not sure how high this strangeness really is, but every L-Files episode I listened to really made me want to send this in. Going back to summer of maybe 2011, I was living in Clear Lake, California at the time. Our house had a badass view of the namesake of the town, as well as Mount uh, Konokti? Is that how you say that? I don't know that. I mountain. would say yes. Let's go with that. It was near the 4th of July, if memory Just serves, believe me, we so were having a we'll barbecue get <laughs> Were Sorry. you checking it?
0: I, I was saying, no, someone, someone will, will Someone will tell us, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, most definitely, yeah. Uh, okay, so anyways, uh, it was near the 4th of July, if memory serves, and we were having a barbecue on the back deck, and of course, a few beers. At one point in the afternoon, someone muttered something along the lines of, dude, what the fuck is that? So, of course, we all turn our attention to good old Mount Konukti, and I shit you not. There was a giant column of light rising up into the sky just to the right of those poles at the summit meant to warn nearby aircraft. This shit looked like a golden version of a Tron <laughs> movie cover or something.
2: Awesome. Oh yeah. I, I'm mind thinking me, of wow. like in Ghostbusters when the when the, uh-huh. the ghost at the with Ghosts the apartment are totally. building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that cool music yeah. track plays. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Uh, uh will they go on. Uh
1: <laughs> mind you, this is in broad fucking daylight. A couple hours before sunset, and this light is almost as bright as the sun itself. Now, it wasn't uncommon to see lights reaching into that part of the sky at night, as that's where Lakeport would have been. They'd use spotlights to help advertise for certain events or what have you. But that's at night, and no man-made spotlight I've ever heard of has ever come nearly close to how bright this beam was. And that wasn't even the weirdest part. So as the afternoon progresses, and we're staring at this thing, we noticed that it was slowly but surely migrating along the horizon of the dormant volcano. As it slid behind the mountain, it did grow more and more dim, and while it did move a good distance sideways, it always pointed straight upward. We never saw anything in the news about this, and any attempts to photograph it with our crappy cell cameras was a moot point. Nor did we hear any of the locals ever talking about it after this happened. It was single-handedly the weirdest shit I have ever seen, and I have yet to see or hear anything that might help to explain it. Anyways, that's all I had for now. Y'all keep bringing the strange, and I hope you find Bigfoot someday. Sincerely, a grumpy kobold.
0: Wow, nice. Whoa. More yeah. weird landscape magic. I. This is crazy. Jana, what do you think?
3: Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I... I believe they saw something. I can't, I, what's so weird to me is the broad daylight. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I feel like I've never s- experienced a UFO sighting in broad daylight or seen one like on, in, in video or anything. I, I mean, I there mean could...
1: to see a light like that yeah. at that distance, like, and that bright, like, I, I don't think that there is a light that we possess that could do that.
0: I, I yeah. really don't. So it sounds like they're familiar again. This is two, two people sort of partying near a mountain they know pretty well, right? <laughs> you know what sure. I mean? <laughs> yes, we're,
2: hey, we're at finding
0: co- a pattern here, We've, correlations you know between these yeah. f- these the second and third letters. So now, so so it sounds like this is something they never seen before. So you you start to rule out. Okay, maybe there's like. A trick of light or some weather phenomena or something that would produce this. So, definitely strange. And, but, but maybe there is. Maybe there's some sort of like optical illusion that happens, naturally occurring thing that, that could, if, if someone out there knows what this is, but I've never heard of anything like this. This is really bizarre.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe some sort of like reflection of the sunlight itself off the mountain, some sort of atmosphere yeah. haze that made it read as a beam, maybe
0: something like I mean, that. We're getting to su- swamp cast See, territory here.
2: I'm I'm going right. to go straight yeah. supernatural, straight supernatural with this man. Like this is like when over Skinwalker Ranch, when people reported seeing just like the sky fucking sort of just tear open into this portal. I mean, I I think this stuff happens you know more than we realize and and and, you know this this could be something like that there is so much strange shit out there uh that happens all the time it sounds like a old old grumpy troll here got got a look at one
0: maybe a craft with a beam scanning the ground if we want to go ufo Mm, you know yeah. yeah oh that's good yeah i don't know really weird stuff I was trying well, to
2: Google that Ghostbuster scene to play that cool music as the as all the ghosts are coming. Somebody's <laughs> coming, Ooh. but couldn't find it. Oh well. Would, uh, a, would have went nice cutting. with your story,
0: but it's all good. Maybe Riley can add it in later. I'll put. All in, right. I'll put in some. Here we're gonna dig into the Elf files for one last story this week. Here we go. Hello, good sirs. And hello, ladies, gentlemen, and non-binary audience members. I would like to start out these peculiar retellings of my bizarre encounters by first introducing myself. All right, now I'm getting a little nervous. This is Michael talking and, and feeling like maybe I did accidentally pull a spooky spaghetti here, but I think we're okay. Back to the letter. My name is William. I was born in Riverside, California, and I didn't spend much time there. My parents moved us all to a small town in the Mojave called Lucerne Valley. We lived in a housing track nestled on the foothills of the San Bernardino Mountains, almost directly below the Lake Arrowhead Big Bear area. And I lived here with my family for about 10 years. This is where a myriad of paranormal encounters happened. And where I learned at a very early age that there's more to life than what we are told. Here, well, here. anyways, to get on with my encounter with a UAP. Oh, going full UAP here, William. <laughs> okay it was a hot day in the summer of 2010 i had just finished my last year of elementary school <laughs> let's what what was the what was the hit track in 2010 like with summer track like what what was, that we could be playing oh, here in know. the background of this 2010. one
2: 2010.
1: yeah like look up like
0: bryce like, look up 2010 yeah. uh top of the charts uh 2010 it's summer 2010, 2010
2: jammies
1: okay yeah. great it's like jack johnson maybe I was thinking maybe some Usher, you know? Yeah.
0: (laughs) I had just finished my last year of elementary school and was on summer break. On this day, my mom decided we should take a trip to a place named Deep Creek, California. This is a place where people go to off-road and partake in mudding, which sounds fun in comparison to sitting around all day. Well, I had invited a friend over and asked if he'd like to join us on this trip in which he accepted my offer. When he arrived at my house, I noticed he had brought along a fishing pole and tackle box. Now, despite its name, Deep Creek is not really a place to fish. The creek is more like a giant mud area where people bring their off-road vehicles and do donuts in the mud. Regardless, my friend and I were none the wiser. We stepped outside into the driveway so my friend could line up his pole and get a hook on. Like I said, this was a hot summer day in the middle of summer, no clouds, no wind clear blue skies we were on my driveway when my friend looked up from what he was doing and pointed at the sky and shouted look at that when i looked up i saw one of the most incredible and unexplainable things i've ever seen in my life what we were looking at was for sure a u a p it's kind of difficult to explain how high or far away it was but it couldn't have been more than 500 or so feet off the ground and 1,000 to 2,000 feet away from us. Well, that's close. That's pretty close. Not technically a close encounter, but close, right?
2: Got to be within 500 feet, yeah.
0: There was no sound at all. It had the classic saucer shape with the dome on top. However, there were no windows. We had a very good side view of the craft, was a solid sheet of metal that looked like bronze. A bronze saucer, no windows, and dead silent. We watched this thing casually gliding through the sky with the sun glistening off the surface of the metal. The craft eventually was lost from our line of sight. Sadly, I didn't have a cell phone and neither did my friend to take a picture. Pause. I am just thinking about how... <laughs> I'm picturing. I I got lost in picturing this in my fifth grade years, which was the summer of 1990, and this kid was not even born yet. Because I was like, well, they. I was thinking they don't have like uh, one of those Kodak like quick quick cameras that are like this. You scroll through the film really quickly. <laughs> This kid had a cell phone in fifth grade. That's really the just that's the part of the story that's blowing my mind the most. <laughs> Not the UFO. <laughs> All right. Back to the letter. I don't have any proof of this happening, but honestly, I'm telling you the truth. To this day, the image of that craft is burned in my mind, and I have no idea what it really was, where it came from, or who manned it. whoof Love it. Classic saucer story. All right. Mm -hmm. Now we have another quick one. My next story is a shorter story of a shadow person caught on camera. To preface this, by this time, I had moved to Montana. Here, I had made a friend who I hung out with after work some days at her house. Have you ever walked into a house and felt like something was off? Well, when I walked into her house, I could feel something strange. And so I asked... Is your house haunted? And she replied, yes. Sometimes it slams cabinets shut in the kitchen and moves things around. When she told me this, I suggested that maybe we should sage her house so she can feel a little better about living there. And she agreed. Nice, good call, good call. We picked out some white sage, dried it out, made a bundle, we staged her house, and to be honest, nothing seemed to happen. However, a couple days later, she sent me a text with a video file attached. The video was taken by a motion sensor camera that was pointed towards her front yard and driveway. From the perspective of the camera, this would be impossible to be somebody's shadow. Behind the camera, there's a wooden fence that's about six and a half feet high and has no gaps in between the planks of wood. What I think was this, what I think this was, was whatever entity that was in her house was forced outside and you could see it walking to the house. I think trying to get back in. Anyways, oh. thank you guys for your podcast. I'm a truck driver now, and I've listened, got a baby truck driver. And I've noticed, listen, <coughs> uh, I've I've listened to about nine or ten podcasts from start to finish now. And your guys is probably my favorite. Uh, I came from Distractible and stayed for Bryce, Riley, and Michael. I have many more interesting stories of high strangeness. My life has been plagued by these weird encounters and experiences. So if you would like to hear any more, let me know. Thank you for reading and listening BCC forever. I'm down Rat, with that. I, Woohoo. Awesome. I think, I think they gave us that video clip. So let's unpack that first story, and then let's see if I can find this video clip and we can take a look at it okay yeah first yeah. of all
1: shout out to those truck drivers out
2: there
0: Yeah. Love that.
1: right on absolutely yeah, i love the idea of someone listening to our podcast start to finish while like trucking across america that's Fuck
3: yeah so cool. oh that's, my god that... just like binging your podcast yeah that's uh, how it's so meant to be done yes 100 yeah. <laughs> percent. love that <laughs> that's creepy as hell <clears throat> what do you think about I, this classic saucer back first
1: in the one. summer
0: of, yeah 2010
1: yeah yeah the, the thing that really struck me was the the bronze color. I thought that's an interesting yeah. detail that I hadn't heard it 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 makes me think of when people talk about the accounts in like the Bible and the Bhagavad Gita of like chariots in the sky, you know, this yeah. sort of like this bronze craft like it, it it makes me think of this sort of ancient timeless kind of craft. That I, I don't know that that's where my
2: mind went with that. I, I mean, love I that. Th- I think so man. First of all, that that's pretty rare to see something like that. I mean, I've seen a lo- I've seen my fair share of shit in the sky, but nothing uh like what we would consider here on, the, on on the podcast a classic saucer. And it sounds like that's exactly what you what you saw and dude, that's that's amazing. And you know, we're starting to see this uh this pattern here that you know, and I think even the letter before is like I you know, this isn't the first time I've experienced strange stuff and it seems to follow me and And it's like, there's, it's so true. It's like, none of this stuff is usually like a one-off, you know, it's like, it's Mm -hmm. always followed by something or, 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 or experienced in other ways. uh, You know, whether it be like, you know, paranormal activity or seeing more different types of stuff. And I, I, some people just seem open to this or, or, you know, or, or, or more sensitive to picking up this type of whatever this phenomenon is. Uh, It's, it's strange, but uh kind of jealous i'd love to see a craft like that that's wild i'm so jealous
1: how it's like both of these stories it's like it's a moment where it's sort of like no one will ever believe you it's like oh well that's like two kids and they didn't have a picture of the others like oh well that's two guys getting high you know it's kind of like it presents itself in a moment where it couldn't ever be Mm -hmm. conclusively proved that it did you know it's sort of like the the bill murray eating your french fry and saying no one will ever believe this kind of thing oh for sure (laughs) (laughs) it's just sort of toying, you know.
0: That's what the trickster phenomenon does. Uh, I sent this video to you guys, and I believe with uh, uh, permission of the uh, L filer that we will post this in our Instagram as well. But um, check your inboxes. This is with the second story, the shadow entity. When you hit play, this is a very brief video. It's in black and white. It looks like it was like a ring camera, something like that. You can clearly (laughs) see... Something on the right, walking, kind of swinging around and walking towards camera. Oh,
2: I want to see. Did you send it, so... yeah, yeah. send it to us already? I sent it to your so email. Oh, oh, oh my god,
0: Bryce! This is a wait, this is like a Bryce's hold, 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 hold. secret stash video right here. Well, I,
2: yeah, I'm, oh, I might have to use this. All right, hold on. Where is this, this? Thing, in my Gmails? It is oh, in your Gmails, oh, wait, my wait,
0: friend. Wait from uh, from grandpa's refreshing the Gmails, forwarded hold on from here. the bcc oh, gmails yeah oh here we go okay there's <laughs> the my gmails <clears throat> hold hold oh, on I, lu- I looked up
2: some 2010 songs were you listening to cooler than me by mike posner <laughs> i don't even okay. know
0: that. i what? doubt
2: it i doubt it if he's a trucker he's probably listened to way cooler music than that uh Maybe some outlaw country. Okay, down downloading the movie. Hang on here, guys. Okay. <laughs> so you, Grandpa's gonna move it to my desktop.
0: All you now see is all in right. my hard drive. All right. All, oh, there,
2: there's the sound. Okay. Let me all space you bar this.
0: Look on the right. It's very brief. You're looking at a backyard, and you clearly see a shadow entity or a shadow. Oh, yeah. Move, sweep. Yeah. A, you see it, Jana. What do you think?
3: It's uh, that's full on. That's a full oh. on uh, ghost. That's Ooh, creepy. Is...
0: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, that's so great. Ooh, oh, I love dude. it.
0: Love the way you lie with Eminem and Rihanna. Come on.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. Dude, this thing is wild. This is a perfect for Bryce's secret stash. I might have to I might have to use this one.
0: Well, I think we just did. <laughs> it's on the show now. Yeah. It's on I feel the show. Like, <laughs> this is I it. I feel like
2: I see like an arm. Like I see like a whole anthropomorphic sort of body. Like,
0: you know what I yeah. mean? Like I'm getting
2: wow. I'm getting creep it, vibes. That's great. It also
0: kind of looks like it's descending from above right yeah it It does right
1: it looks like it kind of materializes out of that sky and then yeah it's really spooky do you guys hear it say
2: i want back in this fucking
0: house (laughs) (laughs) i don't know but that's what i hear yeah it moves like a person too
2: yeah it does it's creepy nice work keep burning that sage
0: love it yeah i love it listener thank you so much uh this is great stuff all right Jana thank you so much for being here uh we love having you on the show this will not be the last time you're here
3: oh, thanks for having me
0: where so can people find you
3: you know you can find me on uh, instagram i guess uh Jana unplugged on instagram i also have a um i just beaded i have a beadwork instagram because i uh, am, ooh, uh, love me. your beadwork I make beadwork but uh i'm recently made a beaded ufo oh, you guys should check shit. it out yes, what's please. the account
2: i want to find it right now
3: the account is uh city indian beadwork and and indian is spelled the letter n the letter d and the letter n so Ooh. city indian
2: beadwork dot okay. beadwork
3: and you'll see my um my little ufo uh i i made two ufo uh beaded Medallions to give to two of the cast members on this season of Reservation Dogs. um Oh, this is awesome! This year, yeah.
0: Are you a Steelers fan?
3: No, my brother-in-law is. Ah, I made him a enough. Steelers medallion.
0: Jana, this yeah. stuff is beautiful. Really, really beautiful.
3: Thanks, thanks. Everybody,
0: follow City Indian Beadwork. Dot Beadwork right now on Instagram and follow Jana. Where Jana? Where can they follow you on Instagram?
3: um at Jana unplugged on instagram or you Fantastic. can watch me on rutherford falls on peacock or uh you can see me in reservation dogs on fx on hulu hell yes oh this yeah I just great. saw it now
2: oh yeah that's killer oh man i want one of those
3: and hey
0: everybody <laughs> no. listening uh all i want to say is send in your bigfoot encounter stories or Hairy monster stories, any of that dog stuff. Dogman stories, dogman, wolfman, like any weird, like like the Nick Cage dog story counts. Yeah. A five foot tall dog. I, uh we're putting something together for the show we want your bigfoot encounter story so please send those into uh bigfootcollectorsclub at gmail.com and put big hairy monster story as your subject line and we'll yeah, B-H-M. uh we'll set those aside please do yes 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 jana schmieding thank you so much we love having you on the show uh come back please uh anytime we we, uh, we
3: love you would love
0: Oh, right. Well, kids, don't forget to click that follow button on Spotify, Apple, or your favorite podcast app so you never miss a single episode of BCC. We want to hear from you, so please rate and review while you're there. If you drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we might read it on the show like this one from Riley.
1: Warpy Nine writes, what an amazing show. My favorite podcast, The Secret Cabal Gaming Podcast, mentioned mm. BCC, and I'm oh. so glad they did. Love this podcast. Five stars. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Well, now we Shout mentioned out- them, so the, the, yeah. the love is uh, circular.
0: We'll have to check that podcast out and maybe have some of those people on the show. How about that? Absolutely. Be sure to follow see, us see on. See what Insta- happens when you write a review. Yeah. You never know yeah, where it's go. Yeah, see, we we learn. You guys are at literally adding to the show. We learn about other podcasts and all this stuff. And then we just we we it all goes into what and I it, like to call the positive feedback loop.
2: And it helps there me on bad days, like on really bad days. I'll just kind of I'll kind of go through our reviews, and it <laughs> makes me feel a little, makes me feel a little better. So yeah. So thanks.
0: That's good. <laughs> Make Bryce, Bryce I,
1: I feel, do that. I do that too yeah okay good i okay. have on a, a yeah. i have a real
0: hard time looking because i'm always wor- worried our, our rating total is going to go down and someone's going to yell at me and i'm upset oh. <laughs> <laughs> so i have a hard time but uh write one write write one that says this is to make riley and bryce happy and then we'll read some of those on the air that's your assignment
1: yeah. cheer up buddy it's gonna yeah. be okay it's yeah. gonna be okay
0: uh also follow us on instagram at bigfoot collectors club so you can see the video that we just talked about it is the i think the most important extension of the show if you just want all the visual references also announcements for live stream shows and live shows and that kind of stuff you definitely want to be following us over there and uh, of course you can find bcc on tiktok at bcc pod if you guys have finished binging the show, and you want more BCC, it's waiting for you on our Patreon, BCC The Other Side. Unlock three bonus episodes every month, plus our entire episode library over there. You can upgrade to the Cosmic Tier and unlock three additional BCC soundtracks by Riley every month. Head over to patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club to check that out. Also, if you sign up, we're going to shout you out on the show. Now, typically... We've been saving all of these shout outs for the end of L files episodes, but we have a lot of names to catch up on. So I'm going to propose this. We just shout out a few names every week. Sure. So yeah. let's do it. Demi Ray. Thank you. Jess. Thank you. Ike 5738. Thank you. Ike test tasty.
1: Thanks. Tasty.
0: Rachel McClenning. Thanks, Rachel. And finally, common white girl, a cosmeteer. Welcome. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Hell uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Follow me on Instagram at McMills.
2: Yeah. I'm on those socials as well uh, at Mr. Bryce Johnson on Instagram and Bryce O. Johnson at Twitter. Hit me up.
1: Yeah. And I'm uh, at Peace Drone on Instagram. And uh, if you want to hear. The scores from this Elf House episode. Perhaps you enjoyed the scores from the deep dive this month. Check them out on the uh, Cosmeteer.
2: Yeah, that new album,
1: Midnight City, is fire, dog. It's really good. Oh, yeah. No really good. cap of course, on I've God. The, the second the second full album I've dropped this year, only on the Patreon. In a so, matter yeah.
0: of months, yeah,
1: literally. <laughs> it's really good, dude. All right. Speak- I've had a little time on my hands recently.
0: So. <laughs> we all have. Speaking of which, we're going to cross over to the other side right now and put a little coda on the Betty Andreessen case. Uh, if you, If we don't see it over there, got to guys i got to get this fucking thing out of my head it is it is <laughs> consumed me now for 6 weeks i have to get just the rest of it out i bought another book about her today as of today the day that we're recording oh, this oh no yeah so, no, you like, got to stop i got to i got to get out of here uh if we don't see you over there we will see you back here next week for an all new episode of Bigfoot Collectors Club until then good night
2: and go get regressed